Hey everyone, welcome back to Kinda Relatable. It's Jillian and I am back with um, something fun. Today in this episode, I had a conversation with three of my uh, sweet closest friends. Um, Their names are Kelsey, Valerie, and Daisy. In this episode, we talked about just friendship, what genuine friendship looks like, what Christ-centered friendship looks like, and stuff like that. And I am just so excited for you guys to hear this conversation. Um, I wanted to come in for an intro so that I could kind of give some background information so that you guys know just the things that we were referencing and talking about. So some of the things that we were talking about were related to our church which all four of us go to and that's basically how all of us became friends and there are just some I guess terms that we said uh, that I wanted to clear up beforehand so the way that uh, most of us met or at least how I met each of them was through something at our church called the porch and I might have mentioned what The Porch is in another podcast episode before, but The Porch is a young adults gathering that is based in Dallas at a church over there at Watermark Church. And it is a, if y'all aren't familiar with like church stuff, it's basically like church for young adults that happens on Tuesday nights. And when I started going to my current church, we were a porch live location. So that means we were live streaming the speaking part out of the church from Dallas, um, but onto the screens at our church. But in the last few months, or at least like at the beginning of this year, our church, we, we decided to just like break off and start our own uh, because we felt like that was what God was preparing for us and what was on our leadership's heart. And so that is now called Metro. So if we talk about Metro, it's still the young adults gathering that happens during the week. And yeah, I just wanted to uh, clear that up in case you guys were confused about what's porch, what's Metro. And then also we talked about something called LBS. LBS is, uh, it stands for Life Bible Study, and it is basically Sunday school before or after church on Sundays. And those classes are broken up by like age group, um, by life stage and things like that. And yeah, we talk about that in the episode. Those are just the smaller communities where my personal, personally, my class meets before church on Sundays and we do like a whole Bible study. It's our little community. And then after that, we all go to church together. So that's what LBS stands for. But yeah, so I hope that clears up some of the confusion. Um, In this episode, we're going to dive right into things about friendship. And we actually, when we recorded it, we started out the episode talking about our first impressions of each other. But I decided to cut that whole segment and then move it to the end of the episode. So when you're about to listen right now, it dives right into the topic of just the things that we're talking about with friendship. And then later on, you'll hear a little transition and then we'll talk about our first impressions with each other, which is super fun. It's it's sweet thinking about how our friendships haven't been long, but they've already developed so deeply because they are built on Jesus and our love for him. And that really grows our love for each other. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I am really excited for it. We recorded it like a month ago and it's just taken me forever to edit it, but I wanted to just check in and explain that so that you guys aren't confused. And I really hope you guys enjoy it. Um, And yeah that is it for the intro let's get on into the episode okay so to get started let's introduce ourselves so that everybody who's listening can hear y'all's voices 
Hi, I'm Kelsey. Do I say a fun fact about me or? Oh, you know what? I will ask you. Okay. Oh, the thing. You can introduce yourselves. Yeah. You can introduce yourselves and then answer the first rapid fire question. What is your biggest pet peeve? Can I come back to this one? <laughs> I know. I honestly don't get like annoyed very easily. Uh-huh. I really don't know. Kelsey's just a nice person. Okay, you can answer the second rapid fire question also. If there was a movie made about you, what actress would you play pick what? Pick to play you. I actually did search this actress name, but I cannot pronounce it. Mm-hmm. But it's that um it's Davy. She she plays the character of Davy of Never oh, yeah. Have I Ever mm-hmm. because I like relate with her like so much in Never Have I Ever. Um so I would say her just because I feel like that's who she is. Like I am her. I love that show also. In high school. So sometimes sorry, this is like such a random thing. Sometimes when Netflix shows make me cry, I start like I take a selfie of myself crying. <laughs> so I have a selfie of myself crying at that show. Do you cry easily? Yeah. Is that why you wear waterproof mascara? Well, no, waterproof mascara holds a curl better. Oh, okay. But I do Did just wear I wear cry proof makeup. Um, not because I not because I cry, cry all the time, but like it. You know uh, what? It's annoying. <laughs> Did I just expose you? <laughs> do you feel known or exposed? Are you exposed? <laughs> okay. If you think of a pet peeve, you can let me know. All right. All right. My name is Valerie. My biggest pet peeve is definitely when people smack. I hate it. It's like unbearable. Actually, I need to change that. It's when <laughs> specific people that I love smack. Oh. <laughs> it's like, it's not... It's not whenever random people I know or like, I don't know. It's usually like when my mom smacks. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's easier. <laughs> Shout to out get, mom. <laughs> it's easier to get annoyed of people close to you, I think. Yeah. Maybe. I used to get upset at her when she would eat cereal. So specific. <laughs> I feel like you have like a, like a specific thing that you're thinking yeah, about. Yeah, there's nothing really else that drives me wild. I have one thing. I, my biggest pet peeve is this is stupid but it like really irks me it's when guys wear scarves oh my gosh yes i agree i hate it so much because they're always wearing like they're always my mom is calling me whoa that's weird (laughs) she's like (laughs) (laughs) she's like excuse me what did you say but i hate when guys it's because they wear like the skinny infinity scarves stop bye oh i hate those so much it irks me i want to have a pet named peeve (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's my pet peeve that's my pet peeve that's, that's my actually pet peeve. so cute <laughs> you would really, totally do that you would, I would get have it. a dog named yeah peeve. why not that's that's my pet peeve done that's really Answered. funny oh and what actress would you pick to play you probably ariana grande <gasps> yes oh she should be singing she was mm-hmm. ariana grande for halloween one time really and i, I literally was like i don't like i don't remember seeing this on like ariana's instagram and she's like that's me like, it literally looked like Ariana. Oh, my gosh. I want to see the picture later. I'll show you later. To me. I was Moana for Halloween last year. Stop. Only because I, like, went to the costume shop and I couldn't find anything because it was, like, probably October 30th. <laughs> Two years ago, I'm going to redo it because it, it didn't get the hype it needed. I was Fishers of Men, and I dressed like a fisherman with, like, pictures of men <laughs> on my fishing rod. Hi, my name is Daisy, and my biggest pet peeve I feel like because Val was talking about people that you love, like, just kind of hit different when they're annoying. <laughs> like, Wait, I remember something. <laughs> um, and I'm about to expose Paulo. So, um, <laughs> so I feel like this wouldn't actually be a habit for most people, but I've just learned this is something I do not like. 
um, <laughs> about Paulo. Um, so he has some road rage. It's, it's a real thing. Um, first, I feel like that's a general pet peeve, though, like road rage. Mm-hmm. If like you're in the car and someone's just losing their cool. Mm-hmm. But Paulo takes it one step further and he'll... Okay, if... <laughs> If someone's like boxing him in, he will like purposely rev up, go around them, and then like get back in front of them mm-hmm. and slow down. Yeah. And I have learned that that is like the biggest like pet peeve. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't deal with it. No. I agree. I, yeah. We start arguments like every time. <laughs> we start every fighting. time. That, do I share my actress? Or oh, no? yeah, your actress. So if I could pick anybody that could act as me in my life mm-hmm. um it would be jasenia cruz from bachelor yes. and bachelor in paradise mm-hmm. so i got Twins. told a lot during that season and like the season of bachelor in paradise that i looked like her mm-hmm. and my five seconds of fame happened recently i shared um <laughs> i recreated some photos of hers from her instagram and then when i shared them i tagged her and she actually noticed it and she not only just liked it and commented on it but she shared it to her story on instagram so famous i felt like bachelor royalty <laughs> y'all are friends now yes yes and she dm'd me and it was really sweet so ooh, yeah. plug 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 go look at her instagram and y'all yeah. have the same birthday so yes, y'all could we're be both really? halloween babies yes no way no it's so creepy not the same year not the same year she is i think she's 28 mm-hmm. so she's a, a couple years older but she's yeah no we're like twins that's so crazy. crazy and she lives in san antonio like we're both in texas literally ended our conversation with like just whenever you're in houston hit me up you know and just, she's oh my like, gosh yeah. beyond my friend's podcast take some twin pics invite her to my trip oh tuesday <laughs> tuesday anyways <laughs> tuesday people are like wow. what are y'all talking about oh, it's been like 10 minutes come to late night yeah like do me a favor, come by. <laughs> that is so funny. So in this episode, so I kind of came up with this idea like a while ago because um, a few episodes ago, I had an episode on fake friends. So I wanted to do an episode on real friends and like friendship and things like that. So in today's episode, we will be talking about friendship, intentionality, boundaries, bridesmaids, single and married friends, stuff like that. I guess one of the first things that I wanted to talk about with like friendships, a big thing like recently is having single friends versus married slash engaged friends. And it's very interesting, like how you have to like work, not work around those relationships, but like it's very different having friends who are single when you're single and having friends when you're married when you're single. And then also like having friends that are single when you're married and whatever. I feel like it's a lot easier to be friends with married people if you're friends with both of them yeah i agree like it's hard to like if you have a friend and they're married to someone that you just don't like mesh with Mm -hmm. or like you know or just you know personalities are so different you know Mm -hmm. it's hard to like hang out with them as a single person because it feels like you're third wheeling sometimes Mm -hmm. but if you're friends with like both of them it's just like oh you're just hanging out it's like just Mm -hmm. three friends hanging out versus a third wheel i think it also goes into like how the couple is like if you're just like out here like coupling in front of people this is actually a funny story but whenever we were at jh ranch in california it's like a family camp and we both worked out there we served out there and a lot of people by the end of the summer still had no idea we were dating (laughs) wow (laughs) they were like i can see that like y'all are dating because y'all are like so independent 
mm-hmm. but like yeah, still like so like in tune with each other too mm-hmm. yeah i promise you we're, we are dependent on each other it's just like in public we we like to be respectful of others and right it just like i don't know in different situations we will be more touchy but yeah so with like friendships with different like relationship statuses what i was like texting you the other day because when i did my episode on singleness Mm -hmm. i like reached out to different friends in different stages like my friends who are single my friends who are dating engaged and married and i think having friends in different seasons and walks of life allows your friends to speak into things differently Mm -hmm. like my single friend's perspective and advice about singleness was completely different than what you said Really? You know what I mean? Yeah, but like not in a bad way, but it's just very interesting and it's necessary to like have different viewpoints mm-hmm. on things that like you're going through and you're processing and stuff because my friends will be like, oh yeah, like let's just enjoy our singleness and it's fun or whatever. We'll find, you know, like their ways of encouraging something is very different than someone who's Situational. Like, yeah, because you were single and now you're not. But mm-hmm. like when you're still single, you just view things differently. Yeah, exactly. Um, but having friends in like different life stages is is important. Something that I kind of like tied in, I'm thinking through like my my fake friends episode. Being a good friend, something that like a word that really pops up into my head when I'm thinking about how to be a good friend is like being intentional. So I wanted to talk about like what it looks like to be intentional and why that's something that is so important in like growing and keeping friendships. I have something. I feel like being intentional in friendships is like extremely necessary to have a long lasting friendship that is is meaningful and intentional with like your time, intentional with your words, making sure that, you know, you're reaching out often. It just really also depends on the type of friendship situation you have. Like if a friend is like obviously living in another state you obviously wouldn't probably reach out to them as often. But I don't know. I think it's important to be intentional and like check in. Mm-hmm. Because like if you think about it, like who else is going to? I also think it's hard to like, I find it to be hard sometimes because I want to be friends with everyone, but I need to draw my limits too because I can't spread myself too thin in terms of like how many people am I trying to be like intentional with. But the people that are in my life that do pour into me and that I have a genuine connection with, like, I need to be intentional with, like, the time that I spend with them, you know, hanging out with them and also, like, doing what they need, not what I need, right? So, like, if they're a quality time person, you know, words of affirmation person, whatever it is, like, knowing, I think that's, like, the the key to, like, friendship, too, is, like, knowing what they need versus what, oh, I texted them that they're going to be fine. But, like, some people might need more than that. So, like, understanding your friends is like a better way of loving people for sure i think like kind of going off of what both of you guys had said i found it very i guess like impactful when i approach friends and just simply ask like how are you really doing and like initiating a conversation for them to do whatever they want with that question right to be able to go as deep or as shallow as they want but like i think also providing like the safe space for them to do so like can I be a source of them for them to like feel safe and like trusted with this information I think like just valuing that like if the person's taking time to tell 
the deepest parts of themselves to you that that means something and like to take that with great honor and like just learning to honor them and that so I think that's how I've like approached some of my intentionality with friendships but yeah similarly to what you're saying Kelsey like learning what they how they want to be loved is really crucial and I don't know and I just think like going out of your way right kind of like what you're saying not what you want to do but what they want to do is like one of the most I don't know like I'm still learning to do that because sometimes it can be so out of my comfort zone as like an introvert but like doing that and like learning to love the same things that they love has also been really cool and like a learning experience for me so I also feel like not being shy with friendships Mm. like I remember I actually talked to Val about this where I have like insecurities when it comes to friendships of like wait you actually want to be my friend Mm. (laughs) like I literally told Val I was like wait you actually want to be my friend she's like yes Kelsey like I'm not gonna tell you again but like (laughs) like from here on out like we are friends right Mm -hmm. and And um, so like also being like, hey, I want to spend time with you. You know, if it's someone new that you just met, I did that with you. I'm glad that you remember, Daisy, that like I was like, hey, you seem like a great person. I want to be your friend, Mm -hmm. you know, and just like saying that because like you as a person know like who you're drawn to. Right. Mm -hmm. And like not being like ashamed of like or like being embarrassed or shy Mm -hmm. of like, oh, they are not going to want to be my friends. Mm -hmm. Like, no, you're a great person. Like people want to be friends with you, you know, just being like bold in that. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I think it it does really go back a lot to like caring about that person and not like yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. because I feel like when you are actually like intentional about growing friendships and like sustaining them, Mm -hmm. it's not about like, oh, what can you do for me? Like, Mm -hmm. are you you're not reaching out to me where it's like, no, like, am I reaching out to you? I think people are so quick to be like, oh, they're not paying attention to me. I've been guilty of that where I'm like, oh, my friends don't want to hang out with me. But it's like, are they okay? Like, mm-hmm. why are they not talking? Mm-hmm. And so I think just being a good friend is just like genuinely caring about the other person. Mm-hmm. Another thing that comes to mind is like vulnerability. I feel like like you don't grow deep friendships without being vulnerable with each other. Mm-hmm. And I think it, just in the last like year, in the last six months, I've grown so many like deep friendships because I try to, I'm a very vulnerable, open person. But, like, obviously, I can't, like, force somebody to be vulnerable with me. Mm -hmm. But you really do, like, grow deeper friendships by, like, opening that that part of you. And I think just walking with the Lord and, like, having, like, Christ-centered friendships is so different than, like, anything else. And I feel like people who don't experience that, like, it makes me sad for them. Mm -hmm. Because it's, like, I hope that you have deeper friendships and Mm -hmm. it's not just, Mm -hmm. like oh, you just like hang out on the weekends. That's why you're friends. Mm-hmm. And that's why so many people feel like they they don't have friendships that like pour into them mm-hmm. and that don't like really fill them up because it, what what's sustaining your friendship? Just going to movies together? Like, yeah, that's fun. But like, do they know you? Right. right. And so I think having an equal or just like an exchange of vulnerability and just having like your friendship rooted in something that's bigger than your selfishness and the things that you want from somebody having it rooted in crisis that's why i've been able to grow so many like deeper friendships i mean i'm mm-hmm. y'all know like stuff about me that like a lot of people don't know about me you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i'm able to like talk about things and like be a certain way with you guys because it's rooted in something that's like not just hanging out you know yeah. right acts 244 says and all who believed were together and had all things in common which i feel like Mm kind of describes us perfectly Mm -hmm. like 
we're unique and we all have different love languages. We all have different needs and wants and ways we communicate. But what we have in common is that we are believers. And yeah. No, I love that. I was going to say too, like on your, uh, I guess, word vulnerability. I feel like vulnerability had been the most, and it still is the most um, influential part of just like my walk. I knew like the second that I came out clean with all my struggles, I I remember it like clear as day. It was like freshman year in college. And I just like shared everything that was on my heart um, that night with like a couple people in crew. But um, it was honestly the first picture of grace, like displayed just like right then and there. They, They were like so open to like hug me and like reassure me of their love for me. And they didn't even know me. Right. Mm -hmm. But it was just like they were extensions of Christ for me in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was like, like, why have I been? I don't know. I just remember thinking, like, how 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 have I gone through life without talking about things? It was healing. And it was like also just like, I don't know, freeing. Like I felt a lighter genuinely. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I think everyone should do it. Yeah. I I think I've, I've come to a place where like I have so many friends that like it's so easy for me to like talk about in all the ways that I suck you Mm -hmm. know like Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. before I would be scared about like talking about things because I'd be scared to like be judged I'd be scared to like come clean about certain things that like other people like quote unquote haven't gone through or like don't Mm -hmm. understand you know but like I don't feel that way with like you guys Mm -hmm. oh my gosh this isn't even about like oh my gosh we're talking about our friendship I just kind of yeah just feel like that like it like I don't think I could come to y'all and like be ashamed of something Mm -hmm. you know that's like real friendship Mm -hmm. right look at god he brought us all here together i was just thinking that about like just like each individual here because like this kind of just happened yeah right this group just (laughs) happened and um and also like how you just said like unique we are too and and also being able to be vulnerable because we have like that commonality of like christianity too Mm -hmm. right and and there is no more shame Mm -hmm. there is grace Mm -hmm. there is just this level of understanding that there's no you don't have to be like your our chains are gone you know Mm -hmm. there's like that freedom that we have and in our friendships like you can see that too you know Mm -hmm. it's just like i just remember i'm just like sitting here thinking looking at y'all like i can't believe y'all are my friends Mm -hmm. like i can't believe this is what we do on a Mm -hmm. monday night you know Mm -hmm. like this is great like i didn't know y'all a year ago yeah i didn't know you like six months ago probably yeah Yeah. that's so weird like i knew like of you that's so yeah weird. like we met probably exact val and i met exactly a year ago that's so weird happy friend anniversary <laughs> i feel like next week is like a year for us isn't that that's weird? nuts yeah no we literally did not even plan tonight sorry we're just gonna it's so crazy it's okay. yeah i literally just showed up tonight <laughs> that's how unplanned it was love that you're here it wasn't if it's not obvious we're sharing mics hi (laughs) so like that kind of goes also into like being different than your friends um and also like well i guess it doesn't really i added these two on a bullet on a single bullet but they're pretty different differences in friends and having boundaries with your friends because val you brought this up talking about like needing to have boundaries um well, yeah, just boundaries with yeah. all relationships, mm-hmm. family, friends. Um, but I think, and also in dating relationships and mm-hmm. things like that, engagement too. But I think 
Friendship boundaries are so weird because mm-hmm. whenever I was in high school, I had no friendship boundaries. I was, you know, boundaries can look like a lot of different things. It could be like actually the amount of time you spend with someone or it could be like how much are you willing to give up for your happiness for another person. And mm-hmm. I feel like I definitely was going way past my boundary with a friendship where my happiness was in in like, you know, the things that I wanted to do as well were kind of on the back burner. And it, it, it was also like, this is a difficult thing to talk about actually, but it's, you know, how many times are you going to allow someone to, you know, continue to hurt you? And the boundary of like setting the expectation that you won't be treated a certain way or, you know, and I feel like we obviously don't have to worry about that. And, you know, this group and most friendships, but there are, you know, friendships out there that you can be taken advantage of and Mm -hmm. you can be deeply hurt and wounded by. And, um, yeah, I could go into that for like probably four podcasts. It's weird. Like thinking about like growing up, I went through phases of like, I had like one best friend and then it just like would build up like so much bad stuff. And then like we weren't friends anymore. And then I have another best friend, same thing would happen. And then we weren't friends anymore. And I don't know if that like goes into like childhood psychology, like why I was just like letting people like treat me a certain way. And why would, why I would attach myself to somebody who was like toxic and like not treat me right. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like it's like our like niceness yeah right so it's just like oh you're my friend i'm gonna allow you to do this mm. but yeah. like i feel like we kind of touched on having like time limits with cer- certain friends because mm-hmm. it at the end of the day we're all like young professionals now right mm-hmm. so our time is very valuable and sometimes it's okay in my opinion to be a little selfish with your time because there's some of people course. that can really drain you from like what you need to do as a human because like for me if someone says hey like do this with me and i know that it's not gonna be productive i'm gonna choose that over like what i need to do Mm -hmm. just because i'm just a yes man sometimes Mm -hmm. you know yeah me too i'm a yes girl and so yeah sorry yes girl (laughs) not a yes man i'm a yes woman um but i had to like recognize that and like and like correct that Mm -hmm. you know because we have responsibilities, but I feel like going back to like what you were saying, I think it's just you allow that to happen in friendships of like letting people like drag you down and like put up with certain things because you just kind of get comfortable and complacent. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's also like with relationships too, right? They're your friends and you don't realize that they're really hurting you until you look back and be like, man, that's like really messed up. Mm-hmm. I think part of that is like you love the person and right. kind of love kind of blinds you with just like you know my mom and my her you know first ever best friend her sister has you know not really had the best relationship with my uh nana which is my mom's mom and her mom and my mom just today was like i miss my sister so much um even though her sister is like said she hates my nana and like all of Mm. these things and like that relationship has been so worn and beat down but you know like love just doesn't give up and so like you know you what are you gonna do in situations where 
you know the person is obviously going through something that's causing them to hurt other people you don't want to give up on them and so Mm -hmm. I think it's like for the friendships that have been tethered in in my life and have been broken Mm I am always hoping for you know that to be fixed Mm -hmm. and that to be saved Mm -hmm. sorry i um some things that you're saying reminded me of like i don't know if this is necessarily like a definite boundary in my own life but i know if like i can't have healthy conflict and resolution with friends Mm -hmm. then that's kind of like an indication that maybe this is somebody that i shouldn't have like in my inner Mm -hmm. circle of friends because you need to be able to have these kinds of conversations and you know with the hope of reconciliation but like I don't know, like if I want not just closeness, but I want to be able to come to them and just like in love, share with them whatever's like bothering me. I I equally want them to do the same thing too for whatever they may have to say about me. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's like a boundary for like people to think about, but it's like Mm -hmm. if you can't actually have those kind of conversations then maybe these aren't your closest friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like what's holding you back from like being honest with someone and like, like if your friendship is going to break and fall apart because you're honest with them about like how you're feeling and what you want to fix, then like how real is the friendship? Yeah. I feel like friends that give up on, I'm just like huge. Cause I have like a past where, you know, I was rejected by my own father and me and Daisy actually relate in that way. Um, where I think that's gone into some of my friendships where I fear like being abandoned mm-hmm. And so, you know, I understand whenever I hurt someone who I have not seen in like years and it hurts deeply because I understand the pain and I understand of like, oh my gosh, I haven't, I mean, I still to this day have not seen my dad since like 2016. So the thought of of me like being the one to cause the pain causes me to be a people pleaser Mm. and maybe go out of my way, which I, maybe that's just being a good friend. Maybe it's uh, having not no boundaries. I think like, you know, I'm the kind of person that just does not give up on any single friendship that I've ever had, even if they've already like, are like, who, what is that girl now? What is she doing? <laughs> She's involved with Metro. Yeah. She's married. Like, what, is <laughs> <laughs> what is she doing? Yeah, I I don't know. Like, I, I think about like my experiences and like, I've always thought about it as like, people would like betray me and treat me like crap over and over and over but it's like could I have gone back and actually like fix that relationship like I feel like when I was younger it was hard for me to be honest with people when they hurt me because I couldn't well maybe this goes back into like myself and like my upbringing and stuff it was hard for me to like confront things that were hurting me and like to go to people to process it out loud and to fix it because I never saw that actually happen in my life Mm. like things were not talked about and things were not like resolved and so I never knew how to do that in friendships so I think that's probably why like I lost so many friends that like I was close to I spent so much time with like growing up but whenever they would like betray me and treat me like crap and like do these things to me because I allowed them to I would just be like you're a bad friend bye you know rather than me like processing it with them I would just kind of like cut it off and then move on yeah, that's actually a really good point. Yeah. Of like, you know, we don't, we, when somebody is like not our standards or, you know, mm-hmm. why not address it with them mm-hmm. if like they are like 
living in sin or whatever mm-hmm. why not go to them and ask them like how they're doing and yeah. you know what might be causing that yeah and i just think like of course for anybody it's it is easier to just cut something off and move on mm-hmm. but yeah. like is it better i don't think it's better you know like yeah, i think it's, it's better to like work through it and like have the hard talks and like you know what would jesus grow. do yeah right, exactly. exactly he would go remember the bracelets <laughs> wwjt did y'all have them <laughs> I yeah. had, Did I had you? like four. I had so many. And I watched the movie. Mm. Have you seen the movie? Mm-mm. No, there was a movie? Yeah, it is. Oh. It's a really cheesy movie and <laughs> I laughed probably the whole time. That's not a Christian thing to say, but it was just like really bad acting, but yeah. it was good. I That's mean, so the whole storyline was good. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to watch it after this actually. <laughs> I, okay, real quick, something. Me and my friend, my best friend in college had like kind of a falling out at the end of college. And she was, she knew this too. She was going to be my maid of honor, like everything. Yeah. Huge. Um, The friendship was, and it kind of happened very fast. Like we became best friends like within three years. And um, I was like, yep, you're going to be my number two. Mm -hmm. Like it was like, you know, I saw it as, um, you know, a very important person in my life. And, um, towards the end of college, I, we and her had a falling out and it was something that I, I definitely caused and it was on me, but I had a lot of pride. Pride also, if, if you are very close with someone mm. and in a friendship or even, you know, Brandon and I, my husband, um, we both are like pretty prideful at times, you know, you're going to see that or you're going to see like all the negative qualities about someone. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, I was too prideful to admit it at the time. Um, and it wasn't until after I was married for almost a year and a half that I decided that I was going to try and fix the relationship. Mm. And I was so terrified for that year and a half of like, cause I didn't invite her to my wedding. I didn't know how she would um, feel. I knew that I probably deeply hurt it, hurt her by that. And God is so good. We are besties today and wow. she's one of the best people that I know. And I am so grateful that I, we were able to like Reconcile. mend that relationship. Mm-hmm. I remember when I walked into Common Bond, cause that's where we were meeting. She was like visibly shaking and I was too. And it was so awkward because we were just like, I haven't seen you and now yeah. you're married and and she and you know I was thinking like oh my gosh does she hate me mm. I I don't know if like we're gonna fix this I don't know if she'll ever forgive me mm-hmm. and forgiveness is the most important thing in any relationship but mm-hmm. in that moment it meant everything to me that she was willing to forgive me and we were able to move past that and like learn from it and I'm sure there's a lot of more healing that needs to happen in the mm-hmm. future I'm sure but I'm grateful for it anyways yeah. no that's so good I feel like it just takes a long time for like some people to have heart change yeah. but it's like mm-hmm. if you tried reaching out and it was like too soon then it could have just like blown up in your face and then it wouldn't have worked out because you do need to process that too and bring people in and get i mean i'm sure brandon helped process and all of that too he did he Mm -hmm. helped a lot because i was i would actually have dreams about this like meetup and i would and i would cry all the time about it and it was just something that brandon knew i was like 
definitely freaking out over mm-hmm. and I was nervous, but he actually prayed with me several times. And then right before I left, he prayed with me and I just felt like I had the confidence to walk in there and be like, hey, this is I, this is me. I messed up. Mm-hmm. Will you forgive me? Will you please mm-hmm. be my friend again? And it was yeah. special. I mean, you don't see that a lot. Yeah. with friendships yeah and so i am grateful you don't see a lot of people like actually having humility and going to people and saying sorry it would just be easier to just be like yeah i'm done i i did that she'll never talk to me again and just mm. like assume those things but you could have like it could have been years down the road and she could have been like i wish like i don't even need an apology i just wish we'd be friends again right but that's really cool I love that. Something else that I wanted us to talk about is the dynamics of like when people get like friend jealousy or get left out or feel left out. I'm trying to think of like if I have. Oh, for sure. Actually, yeah, I have a lot of left out stories. So FOMO is real. I have FOMO and also like I'm a three. So like I want to be like the center of everything, which is so annoying. No, Jillian, the center of attention. I just want to be the center so bad I made a podcast. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like I think in like a in like a friend, not even necessarily like a group, like I don't want to be like a part of every single click. But like when people either they're not welcoming or they like make it feel known that you're not in the group. Mm. I feel like I used to be like very insecure about that. Now Mm -hmm. I don't really care. Like I'm just myself, whatever. I'm just going to, I'll pop around. Like if we're not really that close, like, Mm -hmm. okay, this is really so bad. This is not a very Christian thing to say. You know, when like you don't like someone, but like you're more nice to them than other people. I think you kind of said this. I can't remember who it was. It was one of y'all about praying for that person. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And like, that was me, but that, (laughs) like that really like helps your heart, you know, just like be more like soft towards them, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. I've definitely taken this like over the last few years when i've had like drama with anybody in the church or like even just like people not in the church too if i had a bad taste in my mouth from like an interaction that i had with somebody or like it just like wasn't good or i knew she didn't like me or something i would literally be so intentional about like praying for her like at least once a week like i probably didn't remember every day yeah but like as much as i could you can't hate somebody that you pray for mm-hmm. yeah you can't yeah. be jealous of somebody that you pray for like thank you that you're blessing them like that you know like yeah pray the enemy's lies away you know what i'm saying yeah the lord will work in your heart through that yeah for sure yeah i struggle with like including people like i feel bad if someone's like oh you had people over mm-hmm. like oh you did this and like shout out to my finsta i have a basic <laughs> but spicy instagram handle at basic but spicy at basic but spicy <laughs> and like it's just like something like i just like whatever i cook i like post on there and like recently i've been like posting you know just like random dinners that like people would come over and it's purely people invite themselves over here and then I get comments of like, wow, you never invite me over. And I'm just like, oh, that hurts me. But like, it's so hard to like include everyone. But at the same time, like, what do you do? Like, how do you like people please? I don't know. Well, first of all, I would prefer if people were like, oh my gosh, we should do that too. Let's hang out. Rather yeah. than being like, why don't you invite me over? Like, people- LOL, I said that. <laughs> Kelsey, but it was more of a joking way. It was more of a joking, yeah. like I, yeah. 
I have definitely had you yeah. over for dinner. I know. Yeah. I was like, oh, that looks good. <laughs> Cook me something <laughs> now. Me I have leftovers. <laughs> but it's more like when people like have a victim complex. They're like, mm. you never invite me to things. Like you don't. Right. It's like, why do I have? No offense, but like, why do I have to be the one inviting you all the time? Yeah. Like sometimes I don't know if people want to hang out with me. So like if you want to hang out, can you also initiate to me? Like, do you think people sit around and invite me all the time? Maybe not because I might be the one who's like asking everybody to do stuff. Yeah. And the second I stop, are people going to ask me? Sometimes no. And so like you don't have to like be a victim. You can also initiate hangouts the other way. Yeah. You know? So I, I feel like I kind of went through this during COVID because I lived in the heights mm-hmm. and then COVID happened so i moved back in with my parents and i was in missouri city sugarland area mm-hmm. so that's like a 30 45 minute drive and i don't drive at night so like i i would always say i turned into an ogre mm-hmm. and so i have to leave when like the sun is setting and so like because of that <laughs> i didn't realize y'all didn't know that i said that this is like a reminder that i've only known y'all for a year <laughs> sorry did you say ogre yeah Yeah. (laughs) what is is that an actual saying you know like Like, no it's it's a kelsey saying because you know like in shrek like fiona turns into an ogre at night um no he's always an ogre no no no, not fiona fiona i thought she was an ogre just no like shrek one okay you're just gonna have to continue your story that's gonna be it's gonna be like what wwjd then shrek that we're watching tonight <laughs> it's okay i am following <laughs> you you understand yes, right I know yeah. what you're talking about. daisy's known me for over a year and i know the movie but yes so i hope the podcasters understand what it means yeah. but i don't drive at night so anyway since i wasn't around i just stopped getting invited to things for a solid like six months and it was like it kind of hurt because i felt like my like physical distance like really impacted my invite Mm -hmm. or like not even invite like people wanting to hang out with Mm -hmm. me because i felt like people didn't even like reach out with like hey let's like grab coffee like during your office hours i don't know like during your like daylight time (laughs) non-ogre hours (laughs) non-ogre hours but i had a period where like people weren't even reaching out and i'm like it's a 30 like i drive 30 minutes you know every time to hang out with Mm -hmm. with people and like that and y'all um i drive an hour yeah Yeah. you drive an hour and like i i feel that pain you know like i i've lived in that pain too i'm literally in it right now but like i think the thing i do hold on to is that fact like that it is the distance and it's not that i'm not likable or approachable or Mm -hmm. but sometimes the feeling would creep in of like i wish someone would come out to me yes no but that that is real yeah yeah which like i think (laughs) my comfort has been really like from you guys here in the room like genuinely that y'all have like the few people that will reach out despite the distance Mm -hmm. but i think like kind of going back to what you're saying jillian about it is important for people to also initiate an invite with you as well being as outgoing as you are but i think like again being on the more introverted i feel like i have extroverted tendencies sometimes but i'm definitely more introverted so it's like i am really having like a verge of an anxiety attack if i'm Mm -hmm. like going up to someone to just like ask them for a meal or to Mm -hmm. join me like over a meal or coffee Mm -hmm. and so like if you are that kind of person I feel like sometimes it just helps like 
making the most of your interactions like when you are in the same room with the person that you maybe want to be more intentional with Mm -hmm. and then hope that like they can read your cues essentially like your cues to be like friends and like start a relationship right Mm -hmm. but if not like you you do have, have to speak truth over yourself like just because this person doesn't see me and I want them to doesn't mean like you're not worth seeing or like being right. seen. Isn't it interesting like how different initiating like a dating relationship is than a friendship? But like how also it's kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like someone needs to take the first step. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I meet girls now, like in the church who are like who I'm just meeting and I like want to be their friend, I literally be like, Hey, what's your number? Like <laughs> we should go out to coffee this weekend. I'm so forward. I'm yeah. like, we should hang out yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like right now. What are you doing right now? Yeah. I literally you are I like had that. that conversation on Sunday, like yesterday. Like, yeah. you're cool. Can I please like get lunch with you? Mm-hmm. Also, you can also be a wingman for your friends, mm-hmm. for friends. Yeah. And it not oh, be weird. I did yeah. that on Sunday for my friend Avery because she's young. She's like, 19 and she's you know a realtor she's already in her career life even though she's really young I met another girl her name's Emma and I immediately connected them Mm because I was like hey Emma you would be a great friend to Avery because they were both just like really outgoing and Mm -hmm. and also adorable yeah (laughs) and um young and I was like I am going to be a wingman for Avery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also Emma was actually looking for friends. Aww. She said she didn't have a lot of young friends in the Houston area mm-hmm. because everybody's in college. So yeah, I thought that was really cool. I love that. Yeah, because you're not going to vibe with every single person you meet, right. you know, yeah. and yeah. that's fine. Like we're all like different personalities, you know, and like that's such a great point and be like, hey, like let me introduce you to someone that like, could potentially be like a really good friend or like mm-hmm. you know just like a, it's networking essentially mm-hmm. you know it really is yeah yeah and also you can be friends with anyone of mm-hmm. any age mm-hmm. i oh, had yeah. a friend when i was 20 she was um like 28 and it felt like we were in the same like my i don't know we just like really connected well mm-hmm. even though she was already like a young professional and mm-hmm. i was like heading into a and so i don't mm-hmm. know it was just it's just cool that you can connect with people either older than you or younger than you oh mm-hmm. yeah my previous roommate was actually 12 years older than me really yeah that's crazy like, i yeah. only moved out because she was she got engaged and i was like all right i'm leaving before you give me an eviction notice because <laughs> your husband's notice. gonna move in soon <laughs> so I feel like when I'm in my more insecure seasons, I will have friend jealousy when like Mm. I see two people like getting really close and like Mm -hmm. I'm not a part of that. Mm -hmm. Like now Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm I'm more secure about it. And like I don't really I'm I'm obviously like not jealous if people are close friends and sure be close friends. But I don't care, you know. Yeah. But before when I was younger, like I would be like, well, why does she like her and not me? You know? Yeah. And I feel like the friend jealousy is real. I honestly get that with like my sister and brother-in-law and like friendships. Oh, yeah. Of yeah. like, oh, like you hang out with them a lot. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, you're going on a trip with them. And I'm like, but I'm here, yeah. you know? Also, I feel like friend jealousy is definitely real. But then I like remind myself they could be friends with multiple people right it's not like a relationship it's mm-hmm. not like where you know yeah it's yeah. not exclusive yeah, yeah it is also it can be toxic when like you get possessive over one person mm-hmm. yeah and you're like you like i know what's best for you yeah you know yeah because like true. they 
when it's friendship like they don't have any obligation to you yeah like they're their own free person you can be there for counsel you can be there for advice but it needs to just be left at that and if they don't take your advice they don't take your advice you can't like make them do what you say like i know what's best for you yeah yeah or when people are like, I thought I was your best friend. I had a dynamic in college where it was like four girls. We were all really close. And well, and we were all like each other's roommates. And so, okay. So there is like one girl that had a rigid schedule. Like she had to be in bed by eight. Mm-hmm. Like that was just who oh she gosh. was. That's crazy. Very like <laughs> type A, or I guess you would like categorize them as like a, a three, right? But like not a bad thing. Those are gifts that the Lord used ultimately for like our ministry in college but point is like she just had a bedtime like and a routine for herself whereas like me and like her roommate were more like we're staying up till 3 a.m okay like let's do it and so she'd end up like passing out in my room half the time because like (laughs) it's 3 a.m like i'm not gonna go walk to my dorm at 3 a.m but it ended up becoming like a diamond dynamic of friendship jealousy right where her roommate's like feeling the FOMO and like I'm not being invited and well it's like oh but you're you're in bed by eight so like we're not trying to exclude you yeah you're just like you got your own like thing it ended up being like I mean it ended up teaching us some conflict and resolution skills for one but two it ended up having opened this whole conversation of spiritual warfare as well yeah kind of going back to like the toxic mentality like how do we keep ourselves from like allowing um really like the enemy or just like those thoughts like from caving in and like speaking lies over like how we see the other person and so um I don't know I just remember thinking like that's just exactly what Satan would want is like to break up like a genuine group of girls that are all just after the same thing and that's like pouring into one another doing life with one another and like had we really let that sunk like sink into our friendships like we probably wouldn't have a ministry there anymore because we were literally the only women like leading this ministry at that time and so i i don't know i just think like the reality of knowing just how like there's still an enemy out there that would want to tear apart relationships and friendships mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um and it, use like the smallest things to like break y'all apart. yeah mm-hmm. like it gives like a whole i mean it's an eternal perspective right like, yeah it's not sure. about like oh this person's forgetting about me it's like oh well how am i going to like handle the situation or yeah. you know approach it i think something interesting i just it came to my mind is what do you do when you're thinking about like reaching out to someone what is your intentions are you doing this for yourself do you want to talk to this person because you want them to tell you like how great of a job you're doing you know like is it self-centered or Mm -hmm. is it are you interested in their lives and that's been like something that I feel like God's put on my heart like in this past year is like being very intentional and the reasons why I seek friendships and just like build relationships with others is like I want to see their their needs and I want to care for them deeply. I feel like that it, it can be sometimes like all about me though where I'm like, I really want to go see my friend right now because she she always makes me laugh and I just need a good laugh. And maybe that is good to say, but you know, how are they doing? Don't go there just to get a good laugh, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. 
it's like not always focusing on like what you can get it's like yeah actually caring about them yeah i feel like you do a good really good job of that though oh like and i can tell like that you love people well because i feel like you just know so many people like there are people who just like yeah they like know people whatever but it, it feels like you like know people on a deeper level and it's like a lot of people that's so sweet you know what i mean Thank you. Yeah, you have like a good connection with people. Yeah, you like feel connected to people. You're not just one of those people that's like, yeah, I know everybody in passing because like I just I'm friendly or like I'm not. Don't look at me like that. I'm going to start crying. Sorry. (laughs) I I just I know it's really sweet. I know that like Brandon's not a pastor, but like you're a good like pastor's (laughs) wife. Yeah, you are. (laughs) Thank you. But he's like kind of like like, the biggest compliment ever. You're a good like ministry wife. Yeah, I I don't remember if I was talking to you about this. We talked about it. Yeah, we were talking about you the other day where it's like you embody like you are a wife in ministry. Like you're it takes a strong person and a great like i mean your personality you connect with people Mm -hmm. you know and it really takes like a genuine connection like there's a role for that and you embody that role yeah guys y'all are gonna make me cry (laughs) and like we literally talked about that yesterday we had a full conversation yeah Yeah. oh my gosh y'all are so sweet (laughs) we should just record it and just play i know right (laughs) no like you compliment brandon so well you don't have to get to know people like on our volunteer team or like you know you don't have to be there technically but like we know that you have a heart for it and that you actually care but like you're not just there to just like say hi to everybody like, i genuinely do like love y'all yeah, and yeah. i'm and just am grateful that i get to be with brandon and serve in that way but i also like genuinely feel like i've found some of the best people through ministry so. yeah i agree the last point i have on this on in my notes is like kind of a sad one is friend breakups that was like a breakup in a makeup mm-hmm. i have a friend breakup so my friend and i went through a breakup mm-hmm. <laughs> actually i can think of two instances one of my friends and i she was like getting married and like she was just really busy and like my career was kind of taking off too and that time i was just really working a lot and i wasn't in a good situation work wise i was just like unhappy with where i was and it's stressful and then she was getting married she was doing a lot a lot of other things too and so like we just kind of grew from seeing each other every single day to like not talking for months and i had moved she lived 30 minutes away from me so it was like a lot of things and then i was like hey can you come can we get coffee can we just like hang out but it was like so awkward because she we didn't address like nothing happened we just grew apart and we just sat in the coffee shop and we talked about it and i was like there's this is so awkward you know and like there's something that needs to be addressed but we don't even know what to address right and it was just like we just are so busy right now and this is just how our friendship looks like i still love you she said she still loves me but it's just like we're in different seasons she's getting married and i'm in my career and it was just so dramatic (laughs) but a conversation needed to be had and there we were just like the people sitting behind us think that we're going like breaking up or something (laughs) like it was so awkward but we needed to have that conversation and sometimes you just have to address it so that was a few years ago i had another friend break up Mm -hmm. that was this past year and it was someone that i grew up with 
and never did I think that anything like that was going to happen right and so there was like a pivotal moment where something happened and I was just like keeping my mouth shut there were so many things happening and then one point I was just like you know what I'm going to text her and just be like stop like this is too much try not to go into any details but (laughs) um so anyways I was like hey texted her said some things and then she responded in a way that I was not expecting whatsoever it was like very sassy and then I just blew up. I lost my cool. I showed Daisy the text. Daisy I saw yeah, everything. I, I remember this. And I think Daisy was just like, Kelsey, you wrote this. Do you remember that? I, I remember. <laughs> You're just like, what? I mean, maybe this is biased, but I do remember thinking like both of y'all are in the wrong. But like, yes, but we I, were both very I, in the like, wrong. I knew where your hurt was coming from, mm. you know? Yeah. That's something a good friend would say, what Daisy just said. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. And that, that's why be, I love Daisy. Right. Yeah. I remember. I remember showing Daisy and then I also remember thinking like later this is why the Lord put the community I have in my life mm-hmm. was for like leading up to this moment mm-hmm. and so anyways this this is like friends that I grew up with for my whole lifetime I ended up texting her and, and we went it was like a couple of days that we were going back and forth break in between went back and forth a couple of days and then then it was like quiet for a month and then I was like I can't do this anymore yeah. I'm sorry for what I said literally coming from a place of hurt and like I just apologize for everything but it wasn't like really addressed but it was understood that I'm sorry I shouldn't have hurt you no matter what like that was unloving unkind but it's understood that we're no longer friends just because we're not friends doesn't mean I have the right to hurt you. So that conversation was so hard and it was like a pride thing that I have to swallow. But at the same time, it's okay to not be her friend anymore Yeah, Mm -hmm. because we're in completely different life phases and we're not in the same circle anymore. And if I were to see her in person, I know that we have like reconciled. Life goes on. And if there's something that she needs to clarify with me or any ill feelings, I think we're clear. I think we're done. Mm -hmm. But if there's something else, like she can talk to me, I'm willing to have a conversation. But that was really difficult because I walked away without a friend. Like that friend that I grew up with is now no longer in my life. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, obviously, like only time can heal. Yeah. And only the Lord can heal. Yes. Really. Yeah. Yeah. And it will take time to kind of get away from everything that happened. Mm -hmm. I have prayed so much about it and I feel at peace about the whole situation. But friend, break are real and they are a little dramatic but it's just how you handle it that matters and sometimes friends are friends for a season and if you're not striving after the same goal then it's okay if you're no longer friends you know Mm -hmm. but you can't leave it in a bitter place there are some like pending conversations I have to have and that I've already started the conversation with of like we need to address the situation of like other people in my life that does include this friend I don't Mm. know this is very like no I get you that's so interesting because I feel like every friend breakup I've had has just been like a trail off of like we're just not friends anymore Mm. I've never had like the defining we thought that's it there was bitterness Mm. in mine Mm. so mine was trailing off Mm -hmm. but there was the pending conversations I have Mm -hmm. to have that's a a bitterness that needs to be reconciled Mm. so I could have let left that but I knew that there's still like stuff that we need to resolve yeah I think I just resolve it by myself (laughs) (laughs) that's the thing too well mine was very dramatic we can get into details later but but yeah I agree it it is something that like I worked on 
because I'm an external processor and what I would do is just like go to my other friends and kind of like, like yeah. yeah and then like oh I forgive her and then I just kind of get over it I'm like done then I have to talk about it again no. yeah I have to talk about it to somebody else again <laughs> I remember my friend breakups are their consequences of jealousy friendship jealousy and actually they're in our like youth like we were very much kids don't even think like at least for myself my faith wasn't very serious back at that time even though I was going to church so the first breakup was literally a dynamic of like my friend was jealous that I was growing close with another girl and I was just like you're toxic so I I cut it off and um, actually it's a bad habit that I don't think my mom would say this now but back in the day my mom would be like friends come and go but like families forever and in some ways Mm -hmm. there's some truth Mm -hmm. to it but in others in other ways I don't think that's true because I think friends can display like the most familial and like deep unconditional love that sometimes family can't Mm -hmm. and I think now my mom understands that and she probably would retract what she said but Mm. anyway so I don't talk to this friend for years and obviously the Lord has us go through like different journeys in our life but we found Christ in college really and then I ended up sharing back when I was doing YouTube not really a thing but I did (laughs) YouTube for like a hot minute and I ended up sharing my testimony and she watched the video Mm. and she contacted me and she was like hey like I've like found Christ in college and like I really love that you shared your story like can we get together yeah and we ended up just laughing the whole like situation off and just like remember that time that we like basically stopped being friends because of jealousy that's so and um and now I would consider her one of my closer friends again and really like the Lord's used I guess it's a both like a dynamic of both ways where we're pouring into each other but I feel like she's walking through a season that I've already walked through so I've been like able to minister and pour into her and it's been really like life-giving in that way mm-hmm. the second breakup was because of a boy no mm. boys. oh my god boys are the mm. worst like <laughs> I say this as I'm dating. <laughs> Seriously, right? right? <laughs> He's You're the one. I mean, like, you talked about road rage. Right, road rage. yeah. I'm just, like, roasting Paula this whole time. You hear that? Thanks for bringing us dinner, but you suck. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pay you back later. <laughs> um, no, but uh, different boy. Um, high school. The, I mean, mm-hmm. not to say high school relationships can't be genuine or real. I mean, isn't your relationship it's very, like, childhood? Um, I was definitely, I'm, so I'm like 11 months older than him. So technically I was in college mm. and he Ooh, was dating a, a minor. senior <laughs> was in he 18? high school. So um, <laughs> their, their life is a picture of like childhood or like uh, high school sweethearts could possibly work, right? Um, but mine was not that. So, uh, but I was dating this guy and my friend was very jealous for just like my quality time like she wanted to be able to spend time with me and I was just like just hang out with the both of us but kind of like what we mentioned earlier like way earlier in our conversation like it only works if you're friends with both of the Mm -hmm. like people in the relationship Mm -hmm. not like just one of them and so that was kind of the dynamic at play um and so we ended up stopped like being friends like distance really took a toll on us and we I didn't think we were going to be friends again truly um but you know, the Lord had something different. He mm-hmm. actually used our moms in this situation and both our moms kind of like advocated for the other. Mm. It was kind of like, despite like their daughters being affected by it, our moms were just like, well, like I can say her name, Cammy. Cammy really like mm. needs Daisy and Daisy really needs Cammy. Mm-hmm. And 
our moms actually like wept on our behalf and we're just kind of like they love each other and they like they should really just talk it out again Mm -hmm. and but it did take like a year or so for us to like finally have or be ready to have that conversation and when we did it was like our friendship went to like a whole different level and suddenly like I became vulnerable with her about things that like I hadn't told her in like the 10 years that I was her friend and then on top of that she ended up being someone I guess like that challenged me and like really like was a catalyst in my like walk with the Lord in college and uh, she just taught me a lot about like praying in the spirit and praying in scripture and like Mm -hmm. declaring things in Jesus name because like there's power of healing and um, just like yeah I mean again it was like only a God thing because that was not my own yeah for sure so friendship breakups I feel like I don't necessarily see friendship breakups as often, but I do have like a lot of people that I'm not close with anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like there's like different compartments of friendships in my life where there are the ones that I haven't seen in like 10 years. There are the ones that I haven't seen in like a couple years or since college. And then there's the ones that you know, I see, but I'm acquaintances. So there's like all these different things. But I think what's important is to never like hold one of those friendships in a certain box. Mm-hmm. We're like, you know, they're just a friend from, and that's kind of what you're talking about. They were just a friend from, you know, middle school or high school, you know, like that was that season. But then you're like, you're counting out what they could be in the future Mm -hmm. and so I don't know I just think that that is something that is so important because I actually reconnect with a girl from elementary school in college and I remember like we barely knew each other then we like were in the same class and then she like poured into me in college for a whole semester Mm -hmm. and I was like this is awesome we're the same age and yeah but a friendship breakup that was like really detrimental and kind of recent happened over silliness (laughs) I mean just like bachelorette party not fun kind of started there and then worked its way out but it was something that I feel like you know I'm still figuring out why it happened like certain things happened and certain things um, were said and obviously don't want to get into the details or say names, but it was very hurtful to me. And come to find out a lot of things were said about Brandon. Basically, this friend was not, she's not a Christian, not a believer. And she basically was saying like, I don't like him because he's a Christian and, you know, things like that. And so that was an unsupportive friend Mm -hmm. is a friend that needs to be distanced because if they're vocal about like your spouse like that they don't like them I'm gonna put my spouse first right no matter yeah. what yeah. you know yeah. like yeah that's my husband you're talking about mm-hmm. and that's my tall brother that that's she's yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm like you mess with him you mess with, I'm just kidding <laughs> you know and I think of Brandon and you know if I'm like saying yes to this friendship what does that say about what I think about my husband mm-hmm. I'm not gonna just like let people say these things about him right um just because of his beliefs I have the same beliefs too and he's an amazing guy and so you know that friendship is actually something that still needs to be addressed like with each other but it's been like this weird year-long thing where we haven't talked so it's like Mm -hmm. you know what do you do and so 
that's something that has been like heavy and a friendship breakup that I'm like going through right now still trying to navigate so it's really Mm. helpful hearing like all of y'all's experiences Mm. with it and like that's also the friendship I talked about where I'm like there's hope you know Mm -hmm. just because of someone's mistake or you know things that they've said Mm -hmm. things that you know like you don't know they may regret what they said and silence is loud Mm -hmm. but I think you know it's also because you're afraid and so maybe she's dealing with that and so yeah it's something that I'm wrestling with currently and I think that it will take time and Mm. it's something that I need to go to the Lord with more often than I have well thanks for sharing that I don't understand how someone can not like Brandon (laughs) I know (laughs) that's what confused me about that story (laughs) yeah thank thank you he's amazing isn't he yeah he is literally I love him to death what was his reaction uh, when he heard that, yeah, I can just well, imagine. Well, this friend him. has not liked liked him since we started dating. Okay, mm. she was so excited when he broke up with me initially. <laughs> no. That's some hot I gossip right there. That that happened. He said it was mutual, and I'm like, I was not on board. You're, I did not like, want no, that. I'm obsessed and then he, with you. And then he said it was a break. <laughs> We're Ross? talking about friendship breakups, <laughs> but now we're talking about when your husband broke up with you. Yeah. Anyways, when they were not dating. when. Yeah, yeah we're when together. They were <laughs> they're still they're, together. They're fine. We've been together for eight years. It's sweet. That's eight so years? Funny. Yeah. I can't believe that. Eight years. Wow. Oh. I know. How long have y'all been amazing. married? Two and a half. I know. It's crazy. We will actually be exiting like the newly met or newly wed time. How yeah. long is newly wed time? One to three years, kind of. But mm. like with COVID, I feel like you I mean, get another year. We're still. Well, or do yeah, you get less? It's one to three years, I think. I think it's you get less time because you spent so much time together. COVID indoors. year does not count. I mean, honestly, twenty twenty one was kind of a COVID year too. I mm-hmm. feel like yeah, I lost, I lost a good bit of time. Yeah, yeah. It all meshes together. Um, Well, this was fun. I'm glad y'all got to be on the podcast. Yes. Thanks for having us. us. Do y'all have any last remarks about friendship or anything else? I'm just so, like, encouraged and, like, so happy to, like, call y'all friends Mm -hmm. and just be here. Mm Mm-hmm. Y'all are me amazing. Too. Y'all inspire me. This this honestly was an accident. This was. This night was an accident. And we literally just came up with the idea of recording a podcast like 12 hours ago. Yeah. 24 yep. hours ago. I love it. Also, last closing remark is that Jillian's awesome and she's Thanks. a great yes. communicator. Thank and I'm so proud of her for, for her podcast. And I'm wishing nothing but success for it. Thank you. Kisses, hugs. I really just brought y'all in here to talk about me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. That's why the first impressions came up. <laughs> Tell me what you thought about me. Tell me. Honestly, I love the tea. I, I love just think it's hilarious that you you told me that. <laughs> was attractive when you first met him. It was like nothing because I was it's like, hilarious. okay, but he's, in, he's interviewing me. I'm going to like. I'm just thankful for the honesty. I'm like, more people tell me. I think it's, I know he's a cutie pie. I think it's hilarious. You know I what I think him. of Brandon when I see him? I feel like he. <laughs> this is so weird, but you know, like the like the veteran pictures of like when it was like the Vietnam War. Like I feel like he <laughs> would look like, like Captain America like vibes. Captain America. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's I feel like he, you know, like the sapia filter. Yeah, I feel like he like, <laughs> he should have that filter <laughs> on at all times. Because oh he has like such a classic face. Yeah. 
He has a well, cute face. The past few, this has nothing to do with whatever. The past few weeks, I've been going to church early, just to, like do quiet time and like pray with a few girls. And um, every morning he like passes by because he's like finishing up their team meeting. He's like, hey guys, good morning. I'm like, hey, Brandon, what's up? And I'll always like look at his outfit. I'm like, I love him. <laughs> I know. I'm like, he's such a dad. I love him. <laughs> he was so proud of his latest thrifted outfit. Wait, his is that what he wore yesterday? Disney? Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about the, his dad's Disney jacket. I well, it was that's too from brown. his dad. Yeah. But I mean, if he liked it, that's oh fly guy. He got so many compliments. I'm proud of him. I love it. I like saw him. I was like, is that Brandon? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> whenever i bring new people to church i always beeline want them to meet brandon oh that's actually so around. sweet this yeah. is just a podcast about brandon now yeah <laughs> now we're just like we're just, we're just fangirling over yeah. brandon tall brothers, <laughs> we know tall jillian is the tallest yeah. Stop. that's not gonna be a joke that's I'm weird <laughs> wait what did you say she's like we know jillian is and i was like it's no, just that's a joke a t- it's just a joke <laughs> as long as you're the one making it i am I the know. one making yeah, it and the wife that's it's why fine I was like you can tell her like yeah. No, I, like I am so good with the flow. Than no, I think it's hilarious. Imagine Brandon starts like roasting Jillian. He'll be like, hey, Jillian. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, okay, just to like tease Brandon, all I think about when I like hear Brandon now is that photo of him eating those chicken wings. <laughs> You know how on your Apple Watch you can like use pictures from your camera roll? Yes. Paulo has that. Stop. That's his Apple Watch. Stop roll. it. Stop. It's that one. There's a picture of Brandon. Oh my gosh, I'm dead. With just like sauce all over his face. Yeah, and he's like got his eyes closed and he's like in pain. Like, oh my gosh. And his oh mouth is open because it's like full of chicken wing sauce and chicken. <laughs> Yeah, there's he chicken had, okay, in preface, his mouth. He won this wing dunk competition and he ate like 43 wings. He ate the most wings, basically. And it was like against all these other college big guys. Yeah. And he's like skinny. He, he's, he's muscular. I mean, he's, mu- I'm sorry, like, but he's like. To call my husband skinny. But he's not. <laughs> He's very tall, muscular, slender. Sorry, I don't like look nice at him like he that. Is, he's lean. Yeah. He's yes, lean. There, there we go. go. Lean. Yeah. Skinny is like no fat on the bone. Or wait. Yeah, yeah there we go. <laughs> okay, skinny. let's let's end this podcast <laughs> anyway, now. Anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> That's our anyway, But we wouldn't That's expect really him funny. to win a We had to end contest. it on a good yeah. note, guys. Yeah. Like a funny yeah. and yeah. no better way than bringing up Brandon. Yeah. Oh my gosh, wait, yeah, when y'all came to Pluckers was the first time we actually like hung out yeah was that really i remember being so excited that y'all were coming oh i could visibly see it <laughs> you were so excited <laughs> i was like guys val's coming y'all, val's coming Brandon's it's so coming, easy coming. to read jillian i can't She's, hide anything on my face no and not even through text <laughs> i know <laughs> that's a good thing though i told you i just want to be transparent oh, i love it I express everything. Yeah. Look at I, how fast your legs are shaking. <laughs> legs, I'm like shaking my legs. That's my biggest pet peeve. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> when people shake their legs. Yeah, I remember that day because I was like, I was like very big on like trying to get everybody to like hang out after porch or whatever. And so I was like, oh my gosh. I just like kind of asked Val yeah. in passing. I was like, oh, do you want to come to Pluckers? And she's like, oh yeah. And I was like, <gasps> I was like, Wait, oh my gosh. I say yes to everything because I love, I love like just people. Yeah. I'm and a people I'm a person. yes girl and I'm, invite everybody and then it comes to a point where like my introverted friends are like can we cut it off at like five people <laughs> and i'm like sorry i, just I actually have said that too. I, think that was <laughs> I think that was her i'm There's, down no you're but you're i'm an like, intentional person yeah, mm-hmm. yeah i also like intentional at 
20 people. There know? we go. Yeah. Mm. We also don't like it to get rowdy. Yeah. There's a time and place. Sometimes, yeah. like, I'm extroverted, capital E, like, through and through. <laughs> but there are sometimes would, when I'm like, I just need it to be, like, five people. Because yes. I want my food fast, too. Mm. Well, sometimes, like, I can't. Facts. If I'm <laughs> in a group of, like, 20 people, I'm going to want to talk to all 20 people. Yeah. But, like, what kind of conversation is that going to end up being, you know? And it's also a Tuesday night. Like, we have work. Yeah, we tired. And I like my time to be like quality time. Do y'all ever start talking to someone because you just like want them to know that you see them, but Mm -hmm. you have no idea where you're going with it? Yes. Yes. And you're like, you're like, yeah, so what year are you? I mean, oh, you're not in college anymore. (laughs) You know, like, what do you say? Yeah. That happened to me on Sunday. I was just like trying Mm -hmm. to be friendly with some girls and I ended Mm -hmm. up definitely over talking and like not making any sense. Oh, I do that. I saw a yeah. meme and it's like when you go to like a party and it's like and you leave and you're like, man, that was not my best work. <laughs> that was <laughs> not my best work. Okay. As a three, that resonates with me. <laughs> yeah. That literally resonates with me. And I would literally, actually, I don't like leaving parties if I feel like I haven't done my best work. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. They, mm. Brandon literally said that like, he said, haha, I've been saying weird stuff and stumbling over my words in convos today. Need sleep. Right? On Retweet. Sunday. Me too. He, he like... Yeah, that was both of us. Yeah. You know, when you start out with your friendships, there are always a first impression that people make with each other. So we're all going to share first impressions that we have. Honestly, I have really bad memory. Oh, me too. So I like can pick and choose things that I, not pick and choose things I remember, but there are like certain things I remember about first impressions, but we can all share what our first impressions are. Um, so Kelsey, I remember we met in LBS and you, this is just so you, you literally came up to me and you're like, I feel like we would be really good friends. <laughs> and it was just such a that's like so sweet funny. introduction. Just... No, but like, and it was genuine, right? Like mm-hmm. that's just, if you know Kelsey, like that's who she is. Mm-hmm. Like she's just so intentional and welcoming. And that's wow. like, that was you straight up, like right off the bat. It was wow. so fun. Yeah. Aww. I'm glad that I did that because we are really yeah, good friends. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It worked out. And I don't know, I think you might have been like going to our class like maybe a month before me or like a few months. Yeah, I know that were... we started around the same time and that's yeah. why it's kind of a blur. Yeah. Because like I've met so many people like going to a new mm-hmm. like Bible study class. There yeah. were so many people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like it was just. I met everyone and I couldn't Mm -hmm. remember specifically like the first interaction that I had. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, you were like so intentional and she still is. So it's like, that's just, that's a gift. I love that. And for those of y'all listening who don't know what, like basically what happens at our church is before or after service, our church breaks up into like Bible study classes. So they're big classes kind of segmented towards like life stage and age range. So y'all met in a Bible study class that was like after, it was in the evening. In the evening. Yeah. So it was an evening Bible study class for like young adults. And uh, Jillian, for you, I, I feel like I have like two moments. So I remember taking a picture of you mm-hmm. at Porch before it was Metro. Mm-hmm. And I remember that picture so clearly because your smile is so contagious, Aww. along with her laugh, <laughs> but her smile especially, she has a very beautiful beautiful smile thanks um and i also took a lot of pride in that picture but that's because you're such an easy model to take a picture of and then (laughs) the next tuesday you actually came up to me and you were like so quick to introduce yourself and you're like i volunteer or i'm about to volunteer and you applied for to 
to you know go through roundabout or yeah and you're just like i just wanted to come introduce myself and i was so excited because that meant we had one more person other than me taking pictures <laughs> on our team so that was really good i literally don't remember that oh my gosh i don't remember that either wait yes i do and then with val i remember we were at kylan and um brooks house oh my goodness i almost forgot her name and um it was the first core meeting i came out to because you were already kels was already part of the team OG, but, yeah OG core group. I was a little stray coming in. (laughs) Um, And you complimented my outfit. And I was like, okay, I know we can hang, right? (laughs) Like we have the same vibes here. So, but then I knew your last name, even though I definitely pronounced, mispronounced it earlier just now. But um, I knew her last name. I knew like her family was really known in our church. And so I knew of her family. I just didn't know her. Mm -hmm. And so that was like, my response after thank you is like, hey, like I met your mom <laughs> at my friend's mom's par- birthday party. And like, that was just our whole interaction. And then you asked to get coffee and that was it. Yeah, so. good time. Nice. Now that next? my memory is jogged. My memory is also jogged. Anyways, I can go. Can go. I'll go last. Okay. After. Um, I feel like Daisy and I have been friends for like quite some time. So it's just been like, a friendship that grew over time so it wasn't like an immediate like now that I like think about it like this was like what I thought about you but like yes it was like I want to be your friend mm-hmm. so it's going to be like intentional right so and it was always whenever we hung out it's like she's so wise and the way that she talks is so like poised and like very like insightful so every time that like <laughs> we would talk it was just like wow I'm like so filled up like hanging out with you Aww. um Jillian you started like in the roundabout and um so I knew that like there were like new volunteers coming in I didn't really know like I didn't get to meet you because you were in a different team um for Metro and um but Ed had told me um hey like Jillian like is thinking about like we need to all hang out as like a team because like we don't know anyone outside of teams and I was like I'm feeling the same way so I'm gonna host a game night at my house just like not officially Uh, yeah like Uh unofficially and so like you were kind of an inspiration to host that game night even though like we never (laughs) talked but like I had that same like we need to do something because like mm-hmm. no one knows each other mm-hmm. um, or like the new people don't know the old people. And I kind of want to like have um, just get everyone together. Um, and then so I never met you. And then, this is like right when I moved into my house. And so I was giving someone a tour of my house and I walked downstairs and Jillian walked in and I was like, um, welcome to my house. Do you want to join the house tour? <laughs> and, then, and then I just like showed you my home, yeah. and I was like, "This is my bedroom." Hi, I'm Kelsey, by the way. <laughs> like, welcome to my house. Welcome to my house. Um, so that was like kind of like my first impressions of you, mm-hmm. but like it was like the heart of like we need to like get people together, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna have fun because mm-hmm. that's what I like to do too." And then Val. <laughs> My first impression with you of you started mm-hmm. with Brandon actually. Okay. How so? <laughs> so Brandon is Valerie's husband. And um so Brandon came it was like our core meeting and like the porch 
at that time it was porch before it was metro yeah core group had um a meeting to meet like our new people that are coming in and so brandon's like hi i'm brandon I'm, like the new associate director um fun fact about me is i mean i guess i'm married and i was like okay <laughs> like, we, we, get you, we get it you're married we get it. <laughs> i was like is that your personality like, that's, trait? A real one. that's <laughs> it <laughs> And I was like, okay. I was like, is that your personality trait? And then I met you and I was like, oh, that is your personality trait. Wait, Sorry, what? Brandon, we love you. <laughs> and then I actually met you for the first time. I think that was like a month before I actually met you for the first time. But I still like remember like hearing that and I was like, okay. And then I met you and I was like, yeah, she's great. Aww. And we met at Kylan and Brooke's house. And we had a core meeting and you sat next to me during, um, during dinner. And, uh, I just remember clearing out the table with you, like helping, like put the dishes and everything away. And I was like, wow, what a servant's heart. I love like, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, wow, we can hang out because it was just like, so like genuine. And it was so like easy to, to be like, Hey, I just met you, but like, we're, we're going to like, you know, do stuff together. Um, and then. We just became friends after that. Oh, so so. sweet. Yeah. Do you want to go next? Okay, I will go next. Okay, <laughs> so I'm going to start with Kelsey, just because it's fresh on my mind, and we just talked about <laughs> it. You're like, it's right um, so we had the first core leader meeting for the porch at the time, and I got to go, and we, it was like a dinner, and so we sat together, obviously. She already said that, but something I feel like that connected me to her is that I was studying to get my real estate license. That's right. And she said that she was a realtor and I was like, what the heck? Oh my gosh, I need to get in with this girl. She knows everything. And she's been a realtor for like eight years. And so I was like in awe of her mostly. And I was (laughs) like, oh my gosh, she's like, she's just like all put together. And then getting to know you, I feel like you're just like this fun bubbly girl like you you wouldn't like even think that you would be like selling all these homes like just (laughs) because your personality is so fun and and I think that that is like such a special quality to have both of those things like professionalism and fun um so yeah and I also thought you were just like maybe really quiet Mm -hmm. actually or nervous I don't know at first too and that like totally is the opposite of who you are. <laughs> I'm usually like really quiet. And then you get yeah. to know me and it's just like, can you stop talking? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then Daisy, I had heard about you um, through someone said like, oh yeah, like she used to go to Champion Forest and I went there too. So, which is the church in, in Northwest Houston. So I was like, Oh my gosh, like I need to go introduce myself to her. And then turns out like you told me that you knew my mom and I was like, okay, immediately I need to be sisters with this girl. Cause anybody who is like, like knows my mom and like loves my mom. I like respect cause I'm like, you get it. She's just amazing. And I love her. So that was like a cool connecting point. And I, I think that made my uh, first impression of you like, I don't know, just really sweet. Mm. Um, and then also, I think you were like 
I don't know what it was, but I could tell that you were nervous. Mm. And so, and that's like the opposite of who you are too. You and so, so like, I think I'm always nervous. <laughs> no, I, I think that you're like, like you have so much to say. Mm. Although when you first meet, when I first met you, it felt like you were holding back. So it's kind of cool to see. It's like so much like wisdom to say, right? Yes. It's like so like insightful. Yes, exactly. I think um, I think I just enjoy listening more than yeah. I do like speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think like when I'm getting to hear the most like deepest parts of people, like that just brings so much life and joy to me. So mm-hmm. yeah, I guess. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. And then. Last but certainly not least, Jillian. <laughs> um, I, golly, I, I honestly don't even know, like, when I first met you, mm-hmm. I know that when I, I feel like I just heard about you all the time. People would be like, oh yeah, Jillian. And then Aww. you just started popping up everywhere. And mm, I'm like, this right. girl is just extremely contagious. So I think that my first impression of you was really good and, and like, just seemed like, I don't know, just a bubbly, fun loving person. And that is who you are. I think you're just, whoever you meet, like you are very transparent and like really good with people. And so I think that is one of your strong suits is like people. Thanks. Yeah. I try and like, like one of my biggest things is I want to like be myself with everyone yeah and like growing up that was like kind of hard for me sometimes because like people wouldn't like me and I would be confused I'm like why don't they like me I'm just being myself but now it's like I use it as like a strength where it's like no people like know me you know like I just have like an expectation like I'm not gonna surprise people you know Mm -hmm. um (laughs) I want to I want to tell you my impression of you last (laughs) okay (laughs) because it's the longest story (laughs) Oh, I'm excited for this. <laughs> well, it's not like a lo- it's not like a long bad story, but it's funny. Anyways, okay, I'll start with Kelsey okay, because nice. I like kind of remember. Mm-hmm. I think both with you and Daisy, it was like a lead up, right? To like, it wasn't like a hard first impression. Mm-hmm. You know, it was more like a oh bits and pieces there. Um, Kelsey, so when I started volunteering for the porch, which is the young adult, sorry, we keep on saying like porch, metro, blah, blah. it's the young adults ministry that we serve in, um, or it used to be called porch. Anyways, I'll explain it in the, in the introduction. Okay. Probably <laughs> it's okay. Um, I was doing the like roundabout classes or like the training. And then there was one week whenever, um, Brandon was like, Oh, bring in the core leaders and like, we'll introduce everybody. And for me, whenever I was doing like the roundabout training, I like did not want to be on creative team. Like Mm. in my head, I was like, I don't want to be on creative team. I don't want to do it. I'm tired of it. I've been doing it for years. Like the, and so like in my head, I was like, please put me on a different team. Please put me on a different team. But (laughs) I was like, (laughs) but then I was like, but not on prayer team. Oh wow. But not because of you, (laughs) because like I was like scared to pray with people like out Mm. loud. Side note, I lead the prayer team. Yeah, so she, yeah she's over the prayer team. <laughs> so I just, whenever they were like introducing the core leaders. You said not her. <laughs> not, not like not you, but I was like, I was like, okay, I don't know how this works. Like, did they do it like on a bid basis or did they just like do random assignments? Because the girls I was sitting with, 
I think, I don't know, like, I didn't know much about them. I had just met them, like, a few weeks prior. So I was like, maybe it was a little random. I don't know. And so everybody was getting called, whatever. And then it was, like, prayer team. And then you introduce yourself. I remember thinking, like, that you had, like, a great speaking voice. And that you carried yourself really well. Mm -hmm. So that was, like, my first impression of you. Like, you just seemed like you, like, knew who you were. And you, like, you just had, like, a leader presence, you know? Mm -hmm. Wow, But, like, good, like like oh i could be her friend type of leadership because i am personally drawn to like leaders mm-hmm. we talked about this yesterday where right. it's like i don't know like i i spot leaders and i don't intentionally do this but like i aim to like be friends with them and to like be in mm-hmm. cahoots with them that is sorry i was texting somebody and they were saying cahoot earlier today that's why it came out anyways um we're yeah, not that's, scheming over here i promise that's the whole long story i was just like I was like, oh, she seems cool, but I don't want to be on her team. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, I think it was one of those things where it's like I never like actually introduced myself. We just like would talk to each other in passing at Mm -hmm. porch. And then I just ended up going to your house one day. I love that that's how we like actually met was yeah. here at my house. Yeah. Because like <laughs> now you won't leave. <laughs> like you're just here. <laughs> I was here last night. She was and I was like, here. see you in 12 hours. <laughs> I like don't live here, but I like. And then you're sleeping over. Here. Yeah. Kelsey's Working from home, home tomorrow. just the like boarding home for everybody. Yay. Just cleaning over. It's, it's the spot. Um, so like that was, I honestly for, completely forgot about game night. I thought we were like friends by then. But I threw I guess, it for you. Thanks. Yeah. Well, I, I was this close to not going. <laughs> I'm so glad that you came. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Anyway. Okay. With Daisy, I, I remember now that you said that I remember. So whenever I got on the creative team, of course I was like, okay, like, cool. I'm on the creative team. Like. <laughs> I know this is what the Lord has for me. I've talked about it on the podcast before where it's like, no, it's not like ideal, but I can still talk to people and I, I'm using like, anyways, I'm not getting into that. Um, I had like finished like meeting with the new people and then they were like, oh, and Daisy also takes photos. And so I think I had like recognized you from me attending before. Mm-hmm. So I like saw you with a camera and I was like, I'm going to go introduce myself. So I just like ran up to you and I was like, hi, I'm Jillian. And I just like did the whole thing. Um, and then so i just remember you were like so sweet and one of our first conversations was that we found out that we had a mutual friend at my old church yeah so i was like shook and then you were like i live out in in uh, magnolia and i was like oh my gosh and i was like we we're gonna be friends because we just instantly were like we had stuff in common Mm -hmm. because you had just well you're you live with family but you were in magnolia at one point yeah too. yeah so i was like going to the church out in the woodlands mm-hmm. and i didn't know that like anything crossed over which is so weird because that was kind of like the start of like a lot of things in my life like me figuring out like a lot of people mm-hmm. overlap in my life yeah and i was like what's happening that's so weird but in like ways that i wouldn't expect yeah okay and val <laughs> I'm ready for this. Okay. I'm going to tell the whole the whole long one. I'm thing. ready for it. Y'all, I, wait, can I just say, we, we were scheming up this idea yesterday, mm-hmm. and um, they were just like, should we tell her? No, we shouldn't. <laughs> like, for, for 24 hours now. And I'm like, yes, I'm just like, I need to know. I this know. This very second. Okay, honestly, it's not like that juicy. It's just really oh. funny. Okay, well, but, I want to know. I love, yeah. I love laughter. It's so, okay, well, it's more like embarrassing kind of funny. So for me, no, for me and not for you at all. Oh, not for you God. at all. It's for me. Okay. So 
when I was like starting to um, like starting my interview process for Porch, um, I had to interview with a leader and then like either Brandon or Kylan or whatever. So it was Brandon and then Rachel, this other girl. And they were doing my interview. And so this is a fr- <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I'm ready. I'm ready so for I, it. So like, met, I met Brandon. I was like, oh, he's cute. So then, <laughs> wait, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not done. I'm not done. Okay, well, nothing like, nothing inappropriate cutie, was though. happening. No, that's, he is a cutie. Don't tell him I said that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I won't. He's going to so, listen to this podcast. I know. That's why I just said that's funny. So I was just like doing my interview, whatever. And then um, I was talking about like church social media and like they're, yeah. that was the moment when I was like, they're going to put me on creative team. But anyway, so I was like talking about it because uh, they were like, oh, what do you do for fun? Or like, what's something that you do in ministry? And I was like, church, social media, whatever, Instagram. And I was going on and on about like how I um, didn't want to go to my first church at first because the Instagram was ugly. Yeah, because I wasn't a Jesus. I wasn't following Jesus. Like that was my priority. And so eventually I turned that into like me caring about social media because it will attract people who care about that. To a local church. Exactly. If that's what gets you in the door, sure, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I was talking about that. And then I was like, you know, like it's kind of like with restaurants and food. Like you look at Instagrams. um, Like we did tonight. Exactly. Like we did tonight. (laughs) And so Brandon goes, oh, yeah, my wife always looks at Instagrams before before she (laughs) eats anything. And then I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I was like, of course he's married. Yeah. And then I like looked at his hand and I was like, oh, well, yeah. There's the ring. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't like, I wasn't doing anything. I just someone hit on my head fast. So Honestly, I was like, of course he's married. I feel like, yeah, that probably has to happen more than... Oh, for sure. He's a cutie pie. <laughs> he's a little cute. And like, he's nice. And, and you a know, Christian boy. And he's a Christian... Yeah, anyways. Leader. Leader. Anyway, yeah, I'm not done. <laughs> oh, you're not done? There's, There's more. more. <laughs> There's more. No, he, that's not even that an was, impression. That's just him I saying he had a wife. both of ours were like oh. first Brandon. <laughs> I feel like you probably were like, oh no, this wife's going to hate me. Because no, of that. No, no, okay, no, good. no, 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 no. No, I just, obviously, like, a wall happens whenever you, like, know someone's taken. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, he's married. It's like, your brother. Tall brother. Tall brother. So they gave my husband this nickname. His, his name is now Tall Brother because he's 6'3 yeah. and he's a brother to. Them. Well, it's because, like, I, both Jillian and I feel like Brandon's our big brother, mm-hmm. but he really he's is. younger than us. Yeah, he's so much younger. So, <laughs> so like, then I'm we gonna just call, him call him Tall Brother. Tall, tall brother instead of older brother. Exactly. <laughs> instead of older brother. So anyway, that's how I knew that Brandon was married. Okay. So then I did the interview, blah, blah, blah. And then after that, whenever I got added into the volunteer group me, I saw like his picture. And because Brandon doesn't have an Instagram. I actually don't like his group me photo. It's like I in front of him. the doors of church. Yeah, or I helped yeah. him. I helped him like decide what to do. And he was mm-hmm. like, this is the best one. I was like, no. <laughs> you're like just use a wedding photo <laughs> yes as everyone does so anyway sorry i'm burping so in the group me photo i like clicked on him because i wanted to know who you were i wanted to like see his wife because i was curious but like he didn't have an instagram so i was like how am i supposed to, how on earth am i supposed to find it at whatever yeah so i looked at like the picture and that was my first impression of you was like the little picture and i was like man she's really short compared to him. <laughs> But, like, I couldn't really tell who, who you were. So, anyway, f- 
fast forward like i don't even think i like met you at porch at all or anything or like Mm-mm. saw you around or whatever until um there was an event <laughs> oh my gosh i can't i cannot tell it in detail like this anyway no, you have I'll- to you have to please do can i say it there was a party <laughs> okay yeah anyways there was a hangout i'll i i have to filter certain things for the podcast i'm scared um there was an event where we were both at and that was the first time i like realized that that it was you so it was the first time i met you and i was like oh she dresses cute oh my gosh like she's pretty oh my gosh and i was like i like her because um that's so sweet i wanted to see like who brandon was married to you know because i I had already like started having like a friendship with brandon because we're like around each other and then um (laughs) i remember I like hung out in the room that you were in because I wanted to talk to a boy that you were talking to in the room. <laughs> I want to know this boy who he is, but you know what? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm so and glad so, you told me. But at the same time, even though I like wanted to like be in his vicinity, I was mm-hmm. just like, oh my gosh, you're like really easy to talk to. Yeah. Because I remember we were just like chatting about, oh yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I probably wasn't supposed to say that. <laughs> it's okay. I'll just cut it. Honestly. Sorry. Yes. So I like hung out in there. I was like, do y'all need help with anything? Let me help you. I was wondering why you're being so friendly. See, that was my first impression of her. I was like, she's so kind. What a well, good intuition. I am kind. I am kind. But I was probably like upping it up a notch a because I wanted kind. to like. A little too kind. Look at my circle card. That is actually really hilarious. Yeah. But then after that, like, I was like, oh, but she's like really cool. I was like, we're going to be friends. Okay, good. You know? I actually remembered a first, another first impression of you Mm -hmm. is I, before I really got to know you, and this was like October, Mm -hmm. um, I heard that you were taking the Perry's photos and I was like, oh my gosh, she's got to be so good because every Perry photo I feel like is the cutest. And I know that they probably make sure of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, well, that's and then that's when he threw out his back. And then he threw out his back, yeah. and then you weren't even able to. Rip, rip. Well, I hope you guys had a lot of fun. This was fun, and I hope all the listeners at home or driving or wherever you're at um, enjoyed the episode. If you guys want to follow the podcast Instagram, you can follow it at Kind of Relatable Podcast, or follow any of these gals. What a great name kind of relatable yeah um i'll plug y'all's instagrams if you want to be plugged it'll be in the show notes and i hope you guys enjoyed this episode talk to you later bye Bye.